me fire, give me that which I desire. His mouth has gotten him into trouble his whole life. Why stop now? Turn down the lights, take your medication, and put the kids to bed. It's Scott Connor on News Talk 550 KFYI, the Valley's talk station. All liquored up and doing a talk show, Ma! <laughs> Hey, pass me the bottle there, Darren. Darren, my what? what are you, what's your last name, Darren? What? Pass me the bottle. Okay. Is it okay to drink at work, Darren? My 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 technical director. Is it okay to have a little nip at? Because uh, you know certain I was days, yes. On certain like today is one of those days, my friends. <laughs> Oh, man. We're talking about drinking at work. I couldn't wait to get this topic. I had to get the whole trash thing out of the way because, you see, the, I because of Scott Connor, News Talk 550 KFY, the Valley's talk station, we got we got to the bottom of it. Basically, uh, uh, Mayor Dunn is, is a sissy. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get the hate mail tomorrow. Whatever. I, that's what I do. I, I give a, I, Look, I just call it the way I see it, all right? I just say take take charge. If nobody's if nobody's cleaning the poo out of your backyard, you can't sit there and go, you gotta clean the poo out of my backyard. Hey lady, hey, you know, hey kids, get up. Look, if you want the job done right, do it yourself. Alright? Stop complaining. That's just my thought. Okay, let's talk about drinking. <laughs> okay. So uh David Moskowitz, my producer extraordinaire, was excited today and he rang me on my cell and said, uh, Uncle Scott. Hey, yeah, he does call me Uncle Scott, and I have a pet name for him too. But we'll leave that off the air. <laughs> okay. He said, hey, what about drinking? I said, what about drinking? Um, there was a time when your Uncle Scott loved to drink. I just don't drink much anymore. I, I joke about it, but I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not a teetotaler. I don't know what that word means, but it definitely means a drinker. Teetotaler? Is that somebody who like drinks while they're drinking tea and then they, they total home? I just thought that. See how, see, how, see how amazingly brilliant I am just thinking that on the, on the, on the cuff like that? Okay, listen. Uh, they just did a, a survey of um, what's the number two thousand eight hundred and five people. They're employed adults, and that survey was between uh, January of '02 and June of '03. Okay, and so they called these guys up and said, "Look, we're not going to tell you who you know who you know we're not, we're not going to give out your names, but just 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 tell the truth. Do you drink at work? Have you had a nip during lunch?" So I've got all kinds of cool stuff to talk about this, but. As usual, and and uh, status quo, I do have a story about drinking at work. <laughs> I do. I, I, I always go back to selling cars. I'll tell you what. If you've never sold cars in your life, I know I've said this a thousand times here on News Talk 550 KFY. I know I've said that. But if you've never sold cars, you've got to go get a car selling job somewhere at least for six months. You're going to do things you never thought you'd do, and you're going to see things you, you're just like, oh, my God, I can't believe that person just did that. But... um. Not that I was a drinker, but there were times that if our sales were up high enough at the end of the month that we would go out and like get literally hammered <laughs> and come back and, and, and sell cars. <laughs> yeah, I see. I see. Jeep Cherokee. Jeep Cherokee is. Uh, wait, get in. No, I'm driving. What's wrong? I'm driving. Give me your keys. I'm the salesman. I'm selling the car. Right. Back off, Mister. All right, get in the car, and we're going to go down, and I'm going to show you the four-wheel drive. No, I'm serious. I was telling you, this thing can climb like nobody's business. So 
Um, I did that once or twice. I my, my my you know years ago, we would go out and get hammered because um, if there was nobody buying cars, you still go buy a car dealership and you see guys just standing out there. And of course, if you bought purchased a car recently, you drive in, they attack you like a pack of I don't know Africanized bees because they want to make the sale and they have nothing. They have nothing to do. You stand out there, and that's your, that's your directive is to stay out there and to be on hand. So when somebody pulls in, you sell them a car. And if you got, like I said, at the end of the month, if everybody's doing good and you've moved enough units, and you know you got a you know, three, four, five thousand dollar paycheck coming in, then you go get smashed. <laughs> and then you take the four wheel drive Jeep Cherokee, the fifty two thousand dollar vehicle, off the floor and take it out four wheel driving. And then you tell your you tell your sales manager, we were demoing the vehicle for a, for a client. <laughs> All right, okay. Um, so I have I have had a nip on the job before. But it turns out the seven percent of Americans who uh, workers drink during the workday, mostly at lunch, and even more nine percent have had uh, nursed a hangover when they go. So you're because when you're when you get a hangover, that technically you're still a little on the drunk side. So nine percent of the working, almost ten percent of the working, uh, uh, you know, one out of ten people is coming to work nursing a, a hangover. And, and believe me, working in radio, I have learned. <laughs> <laughs> that, that we, you know that that's probably a, a very accurate percentage. So, and then I was thinking about this. I thought, wait a minute, hang on a second. When did it become so bad to actually go have a few drinks during work? When when did it actually when when, when was it? What would be the good side? If 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 let's say let's say let's say other than that that pagan fest we had during the winter solstice or whatever we did you know where they had gambling and all those farm animals you know the Clear Channel thing the party I can't say Christmas party it's a winter solstice fest or whatever but I thought if we extended that whole open bar or any company let's say you have a construction company which the nail gun thing would be a really bad idea but if you had a if you had a extended hey look you can have a drink during lunch and it, it'll what would be the good side. So I jotted down some ideas. <laughs> reasons reasons to allow drinking on the job. Are you ready? You can write this down. If you're home, grab a paper. If, you, if you're in the car, then memorize it. You don't write and drive at the same time. And surely don't put down your beer while you're driving. All right. Drinking, these would be like the good reasons to drink while you're on the, on the job. First of all, it would be an amazing... It would be an amazing incentive to show up to work... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, open bar at, at, at uh, News Talk. I, I'd be here early. And then, and then, you know what? And then I know that Bruce Jacobs in the morning, he would be leaving right about now if we had an open bar here. Um, You know what else it would do? It would reduce stress. If, there were, if you allowed drinking on the job, it would reduce stress. Now, here's something I thought was interesting. If you allow people to drink on the job, communications would be so much easier and so much honest you'd be like i think you're fat <laughs> hey connor you're losing your hair buddy you, you need to shave it or avacore it buddy hey i just hey, i'm here for you all right that's just how that's just how i roll all right that's just the way i roll buddy i just straight up yeah straight up the buddy i mean also you, you would think that they would reduce uh the complaints on how low the pay is <laughs> uh hey darren my uh board director my technical director, if they had an open bar here, would you complain about your paycheck? No? Yeah? 
You don't want to say? <laughs> Very wise, my friend. Very wise. All right. I've got more of these. But um, that's the comedic side. The other side is that people are actually showing up to work, and uh, seven, one out of seven people are showing up to work, and, they, and they're drunk. And, of course, one out of nine is, are doing it. Um, they're coming to work with a hangover. And so, in some in some cases, that can be quite dangerous. And I don't know if you remember back in July of '04. I'm sorry, July of '02. But uh, two uh, two pilots were were for America West were busted for for, for being drunk and flying an, uh, a commercial airline. You know, I don't remember if you remember that, but there was a Captain Thomas Coyd, 44, and his first officer Christopher Hughes, 41. I mean, it's one thing if the captain's drinking, but you can't have your first mate drinking too. I mean, that's just you're flying a plane across the country. So that I mean, there's more to talk about this, but I really want to open up the lines now. Two six zero fifty three ninety four two six zero KFYI. Have you ever? You, first of all, I want to hear from somebody if if do you drink at work, and you don't have to give your real name. If you want to call up and, and, and say, "Yeah, my name's Mary." And yeah, I drink all the time. I'm an over-the-road trucker. That's okay. I really want to know what professions out there that people actually go to work and they, they're drinking. Uh, personally speaking, if I drink, I can't. I, I I slur, so there's no way that I can. I have a hard enough time enunciating my words as it is on the radio. So there's just no way that I could go to work drinking afterward. Yeah. I got a bottle in the car now, <laughs> and I got, and I, got like, I, I got one of those hats you got at the Cardinals games, and you know, I got like, I got Jack in one, and I got like the Coke in the other with the straws, so I just, <laughs> as I'm driving home from KFY. <laughs> monk, I need, I need a, a monk. monk. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that's just too funny. Oh, my God. That's just too funny. <laughs> and people are like, is he serious? He can be serious. He's on the radio. Anyway. Now, I was looking up at our company uh, uh, our company uh, um, rules that if you get caught drinking, some companies handle it differently. Some people are immediate termination. Um, I think ours is like on the 15th charge. It'll actually suspend you. <laughs> But I did look up this one company. They're real serious about this, but they're, they're they're that politically correct serious that they want to come down on you, but make you not feel bad. They're coming down on you. They want to slap you. They're like they're like, good kitty, good kitty, bad kitty. So, um, <laughs> no, I'm not talking about strippers yet. That's not until after nine. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just on a rant. Okay, here's the deal. So I pulled this off this one company's brochure. I said, "Okay, what 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 are other companies other than than this this company? What are their uh, their their drinking policies?" So one is if you're drinking on the job or reporting another sorry reporting to work under the influence of alcohol. Here's the definition, and they say uh, drinking any alcoholic beverage on the job is prohibited. Uh, first occurrence is suspension or dismissal, and the second one is dismissal. So they say, hey, look, I'm sorry, you showed up poo-faced. It's okay, just don't do it again. Now, if you report to work under the influence of alcohol when it's prohibited, the first occurrence is a written reprimand or to suspension. The second one that occurs is suspension to, dis- to dismissal. And then the third one, so you get like three strikes and you're out, is dismissal. And then they have other things about if you're dismissed, you can actually uh, maybe get reinstated if you go to some kind of, I don't know, drug and alcohol counseling or something. Like, 
I'm selling cars, and I, I do I not not have a reason to drink? Is this anonymous? Oh, somebody. Oh, anonymous called. You drink on the job? Well, actually, we used to. You did? Yeah, it used to be about a uh, uh, me and three or four guys, and uh, we actually used to go on our break, and we used to go to a strip joint. Oh gosh, so you're, you're going to call me back in an hour and talk about strip joints, huh? So let me uh, ask you something. Can I call you Mr. Q? Can I say Mr. Q? Uh, actually, I, I was just going to go by the name Sarah. It don't matter. All right, Sarah. No, no, Sarah. What kind of job did you do? Don't you don't tell me what company. Well, what did you do? Did you um, long haul shoreman or what? No, we did. We just used to do. Uh, I guess you say contract work for like uh, Intel and Motorola and stuff like that. So you weren't handling heavy machinery like a forklift or a nail gun. No, nah, nothing like that. I mean, the worst thing you might have, Sarah, is possibly <laughs> possibly a soldering gun. No, no, just uh, chemicals. Like uh, sulfuric acid, hydrofluoric acid, stuff like that. <laughs> so, what? What did you just drink? Because you hated your job? No, we just drink because we're having a good time with the girls. <laughs> oh, Sarah, man, Sarah. All right, two six zero fifty three ninety four two six zero KFYI. Why do you drink at work? If you are a drinker at work, you can you can be like Sarah who just called. And uh, good luck on that sex change. <laughs> You can call up at 260-5394 and tell me if, if you drink at work. Because I really want to know. Because, again, and it's, I'm, I'm, I'm making light of it. But there is a serious side of it. And if you are drinking when you're going to work, I think that's a good sign that you hate your job. You know, I just I hate my job or I hate my life so much that I got to drink. Because you, secretly you want to get busted. And, 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 and then you got guys getting on airplanes. We had a whole rash, if you remember. Rash of, of pilots drinking. All right, when I come back, we'll take your calls. 260-5394. A little Latin music here. Ready? 260-5394. News Talk 550 KFY, the Valley's talk station. Three lines open. You've seen him in movies, heard him on the radio. Make sure he's not the guy moving in next door. It's Scott Connor on News Talk 550 KFYI, the Valley's talk station. It's a good song of mine, a friend of mine, John O'Manson. That rich scheme is to drink while you work. I'm getting all these emails. Nobody wants to come on the air. <laughs> I got an email from somebody. I, I won't say. I won't say this person's name. But the person writes: At the University of Phoenix admissions, we drank every day. <laughs> I don't know why I find that so funny. But this person writes, uh, I kept a bottle of vodka at my desk. <laughs> we had a drink at least three or four times at lunch as well. <laughs> That's just messed up, man. I'm Literally, I, the email, scottconnor at clearchannel.com. Scott, Scott, see, I'm getting all tongue-tied. scottconnor at clearchannel.com. Um, all these emails are pouring in. Well, let me go to a call real quick. Hey, Ross and Mesa, you're a... Can I say what you do? Yeah, yeah, no, I just want to say I operate equipment. Okay. And uh, they're real strict. Like, you can't have more than .04 if you're tested, Yeah. which is less than a beer. You can't even have, like, one beer, really. And uh, 
this one guy who was my friend, he had like maybe uh, 15 minutes to go on the job, and somebody came up to him and offered him a sip out of a beer. Well, he got caught on video camera, and and because they use that against him because our company states that there's zero tolerance for alcohol. Now, do you now now um, do you do you have a nip now and then? Say again. Do you have a nip? Do you tip the bottle now and then while you're on the job? Oh, I can never do that. If, okay. You know, like I said, you you know, because we, we we operate equipment. Yeah, I see what you do here, and I'm not, not going to say what you do, but I would say if I did with your job, I would because of what you do, I I would probably I would be stone drunk every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, um, you know, if I had to do what you do, my friend, what I see on my board right here, I would be a drinker. Okay, I would be I, my liver would be crawling out my 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 rectum right now. Well, they would have you know, like I said, there, there's zero tolerance for alcohol in, in our company, and this guy only took one sip of beer. All right, and they fired him. All right, all right. Thanks for calling the Scott Connor Show. Wow. <laughs> did I actually say? Did I actually say liver? <laughs> okay, I got to read this email because I, wow, they're just pouring in. Yes, you're all alkies out. See, I knew this would be a good topic. Nobody wants to call. Okay, two six zero fifty three ninety four. 260-KFYI. All right. If you don't call me after the news, then I'm going to switch up topics because I do want to get in here real quick about Pat Robertson. I didn't mention it, but I, I definitely want to uh, make a comment on Pat Robertson. But i got to read this other email here. Where, where is it? Can I say I'm not going to say your name. Uh, back in the 80s, I drank at work a few times. I worked in a convenience store and drank a few wine cool. Oh, come on. A few wine. I'm talking about beer, liquor, shots, some vodka or something like that. Don't tell me you drink a wine cooler. That's like a lemonade. Let's see. I work at a banquet hall, and we do weddings. We are servers, and we drank all the time until we're silly, stupid, and get the okey-doke in the back room. <laughs> I want your job. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Bill. Um, that's funny. You know, I worked banquets once, and that's exactly what happened. When there was a party, nobody was paying attention, and they always re- they always ordered like a bunch of steak and, and you know the good chicken and maybe lobster, and for some reason we would like always order more and we take the steak and lobster home and we take the, like a bottle of liquor. Yeah, I was a thief. All right, I took liquor. I'm sorry. All right, it, it just does me no good. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to go on with this topic if nobody wants to call two six zero fifty three ninety four two six zero KFYI. I got four lines open. I can go to Tony real quick and then I'm going to go to Fox News. Hey, Tony, you're a, can I say what you do? A uh, cocktail waitress. You're a cocktail waitress. Now, obviously, you drink. That's part of your job. Pretty much. Now, um, the more you drink, the more you make, right? Well, you get your customers that buy you shots, and, you know, can't pass that up. You can't pass <laughs> that up. Hang on a second. Put you on hold. Scott Connor, News Talk 550 KFY, the Valley's talk station. Be right back. By his 20th birthday, Scott was deeply committed to truth, excellence, and life without people. It's Scott Connor on News Talk 550 KFYI, the Valley's talk station. troubles if you're drinking at work, but I'm going to dump this topic because nobody wants to talk about it, so I'm not going to waste my breath. That's how I roll on the Scott Connor Show here in News Talk 550 KFYI. I had this whole list of things that, you know, of, of jobs that you could used to be able to drink at. 
and, and jobs and professions that, that people that you would think actually do drink, like, you know, clowns. <laughs> I don't like clowns. Clowns scare me. I don't know about you. I'm not scared like I run away like a, a three-year-old sucking my thumb or anything like that. But I'm telling you, clowns scare me. But but I pulled this thing off the web, you know, earlier today when I prepped so hard for the show. And then, of course, nobody wants to talk about it. But that's okay. I'm, I'm still going to talk about it a little bit more. Clowns. You uh, you pretty much think clowns are going to be wasted luscious when they come to your birthday party. <laughs> Get away from me, kid. Get away. I'm happy Bobo the clown. What the blank do you want from me? Shut up. Laugh. Um, you know, C- CEOs drink, you know. They drink because they can because nobody holds them accountable because they are at the top of the food chain. Did you know that an estimated 25%, 25% of police officers are alcoholics? That's what it says here. 25% of police officers are alcoholics. Um, they have because of the stress of their job and the long hours and the, and the mental, the, the siege on their, on their mentality. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't really read that before I got in the air. Hmm. 25% of police officers turn out to be alcoholics because of the, well, that would make sense. I mean, the stuff that the cop sees every day and everybody lying to you and then you never know if you're going to come home every night. It's kind of like my job. <laughs> All righty then. Just licking it up. Um, great. Here's one I, I just thought was kind of a, a chuckle. People who work in the graveyard at night, <laughs> they, do they still have grave keepers at night? Grave keepers. An overnight shift is a natural habit for drunks. Uh, it, le- it, leaves, it leaves the long nights and it goes on. But somebody who tends to a graveyard at night, you would think would be an alcoholic. Somebody who drinks on the job. And we're, 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 how are they going to screw it up? How, how are they going to screw it up if, if they're drinking on the job? What, they, what they're not going to mow the grass? They're not going to, I don't know. I don't know. College professors. Uh, the drink that some, I'm sorry, uh, they drink for some, nah, they drink for the same reason as clowns do. <laughs> they drink for the same reason clowns do. The only difference being that they are, are protected by uh, tenure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought about that too. I thought about that recently. I thought, you know what? What I should do is I should actually go down to the ASU campus here and I should get a job as a professor. I don't know what I would teach. But I'd be that cool, hip guy, and then I'd have these college, you know, 20, 21, 22-year-olds going, Oh, Mr. Connor! Hi, Mr. Connor! You know, and then, you know, you can, you can, you can... Because most of them, they're either going to do that or going to end up as a stripper, which we're going to talk about after the 9 o'clock hour. I've got some, some, uh... If you, in fact, you got to stay tuned. If you ever thought about stripping, okay, if you thought you you want to strip or you, you, you've, you've, you've won a wet t-shirt contest or whatever, don't become a stripper. And I've actually found, I'm going to give out this number. It's, it's a, actually a serious, no joking, but there is a hotline out there that if you are considering the profession of stripping, they will try to talk you out of it. Mike and Mesa, what do you do? I'm a uh, delivery driver here in the Valley. <laughs> and I was uh, delivering to a, uh, a beer company here a couple of weeks ago, and they had a dock beer cart on, the, on their dock. And as I was standing on the back, at the back of my truck waiting for the forklift to unload me, a couple of the uh, delivery drivers for that beer company came in, and this is in the afternoon, so I'm assuming they're just finishing uh-huh. their route, and they went to this beer cart on the dock, filled up a couple of glasses full of beer, drinking it, 
and you know, talking, and then I watched them get in their own vehicles and drive off. Now, now I have a very important question for you, Mike. Okay. Are you a little liquored up right now yourself? No, sir. I've never in my life had a drop of alcohol. Okay, I'm just asking because it. No, just, that's cool. That's cool. It just you, you sound like me when I've been drinking on the bear cup, but that's okay, Mike. I'm glad you called, and that believe me, I'm glad you're listening. Where was I on this whole thing? Oh, oh, professions. Yeah, lawyers. We know lawyers drink. <laughs> lawyers drink. Construction workers drink. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of trades out there that kind of like if somebody boozes it up, it's okay to drink. All right. Am I done with the drinking thing? I have this funny stuff, but I'm not going to read it because I just I don't I don't feel okay. Okay. Well, if you, if you're allowed to drink on the job, I'll I'll name some more of these funny things. It helps save on uh, heating costs in the winter. <laughs> It helps save on heating costs in the winter. David Moskowitz, my producer, that was funny. <sighs> Whatever. It encourages uh, carpooling. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> you don't get the joke, do you? I was saying that if, if you're allowed to drink at work, what what benefits would there be? And I said that, you know, very cleverly, it encourages carpooling. <sighs> hey, I, I, you know what's on? You know what's not on this list? You know what's not on this list? I just thought of it. Ready? This is how clever I am. <laughs> you get the ride in the HOB lane. <laughs> now that's funny. <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> that yeah. goes that goes on my second best of CD. Yeah, I'd be the designated driver. You'd be in the other seat. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. There's something about bosses on here. Oh, yeah, it makes cafeteria food taste better. That's funny. Bosses are more likely to hand out raises when they have a couple of drinks in them. <laughs> I wonder if Chick Boss is listening. <laughs> I wonder if we can get her liquored up so we can all get a raise. <laughs> Not that way, you freak. Oh, lordy, lordy. All right. There's more, but I'm just I'm going to keep it to myself because it's my joke. Do I have time to rip into Pat Robertson real quick? Yeah, I'd love for you to do okay, that. Okay, okay. i got to change gears real quick. I'm sorry that I had to change on the topic, but but I have to do it. All right. So if you remember correctly when I was ripping on Pat Robertson and I was I was ripping on the uh, uh, bishop for their policy on, on, on uh, getting married and getting married in the church and, and all that good stuff, and I, I, got, I got a sleuth of emails um, from people saying that, and I'm not kidding you, which was the whole purpose of the show was that people that are on the air or people are on television or people in authority, you, you they're there for a reason. You you listen to what they have to say, but don't but you have to do your research. Don't blindly listen to what they have to say. Right? That was the whole point. I wasn't bagging on the Roman Catholic Church. Okay, I wasn't bagging on the whole seven. I, there were and whatever. So I get these emails from some individuals at Scott Connor. Or sorry, Scott Connor at ClearChannel.com. I get these. I get these emails, and they are just railing me because literally, I don't know if the same person sent the email, but they all were mirror of one another. They were all saying that Pat Robinson Robertson is the is the voice of God. He speaks for God. That's what they emailed me. They were very upset with me for even questioning Pat Robertson. Because you know that he he said that uh, Sharon was struck down because I'm I'm paraphrasing, but Sharon was you know the uh, prime minister of Israel. And I said it correctly. Israel was struck down because um um you know he he's giving away away land to the Palestinians. Now I have I have my personal thoughts on that, but that statement was just beyond asinine. So I went on the air and said this. So I get this sleuth of mail, just railing me about the Pat Robinson thing, right? 
Now, have you checked the paper today? <laughs> I guess God was mistaken when he spoke through Pat Robertson, because now Pat Robertson is backpedaling faster than, I don't know, somebody on Fear Factor in a tank of alligators. I'm serious. For all those idiots out there who email me saying that Pat Robertson is the voice of God, now you're because of your email, if you truly believe that, if you truly believe that what Pat Robertson says is coming straight from God and he speaks only for God and he's is infallible, well then you're what you're saying now is because Pat Robertson's like, oh, I'm sorry. In fact, he he, he actually wrote in his letter to uh, to the son of uh, Prime Minister Sharon. That uh, I seek, I'm sorry, I ask your forgiveness and the forgiveness of the people of Israel, Robinson wrote. Well, I guess God is now, if he's speaking for Robinson, is speaking through him. He's God was somehow mistaken. Maybe God was drinking on the job. <laughs> Maybe God got liquored up. I don't know. But for those, I wanted to address this because I saw this in the paper today. Because normally if you email me, it's you know, Scott Connor, clearchannel.com. I am so honored that you would take time and sit down and just say, hey, Scott, and, and share your thoughts or, 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 you know, just whatever. Normally, I'll email people back. Probably eight and a half times out of ten, I'll email you back. Even if it's a hey, thanks, I take the time because you took the time. Well, after like the, now the, the seventh or eighth email out of the sleuth of, uh, of emails from these people saying, Pat Robinson is infallible and he speaks for, the, for God Almighty. I just stopped writing. I was like, you know what? I, you're not worth my time. You're an idiot. You're a buffoon. You you really need to get some kind of professional help. And uh, what did he write in this letter? He said, uh, my concern for the future safety of your nation led me to make remarks which I can now re, uh, view in retrospect as inappropriate and insensitive in the light of the national grief experience because of your father's illness. Pat Robinson writes. Well, I guess God's writing it because he spoke to you. Right, Pat? All right. <laughs> what, Gary's calling because he got liquored up? All right, I'll take the call. I don't care. Gary, welcome to the Scott Connor Show. Hey, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. You said that you get liquored up what? Oh, no, I said uh, one of the jobs that you can get liquored up in yeah. is a U.S. Senator because Kennedy's always <laughs> You know, I don't have an applause button, but can I give you an applause? <laughs> Very well done. You're very clever, my friend. Thank you for calling Scott Connor Show. All right. When I come back, when I come back, I'm going to take. Uh, I'll take your calls. Sure, I'll do that. I will. I will take calls. Yes, two six zero fifty three ninety four two six zero KFY. I would like to hear from one of the idiots who emailed me that Pat Robertson speaks for God, because right here, this proves. This proves that he doesn't. <laughs> what is this, Cheeky Girls? I put that on the CD? It's a little early for the stripper thing. It's Cheeky Girls. Cheeky, cheeky, cheeky girls. I just, I, I'm, I'm so ADD. I'm like like a, a shiny object in front of me. I'm like, oh, look at that. Yeah. That's why people don't ride with me anymore. We had the Robertson Apology. We'll play back. We'll play when we come back from the, uh, from the break. All right, Scott Connor on uh, on News Talk 550 KFY, the Valley's Talk Station.
To talk with Scott, call 260-KFYI. To arm wrestle Scott, meet him at the liquor store at 44th and Van Buren tomorrow at noon. News Talk 550 KFYI, the Valley's talk station. I ask your forgiveness and the forgiveness of the people of Israel for saying what was clearly insensitive at the time. Hmm. Come here, Kitty. Come, Kitty. First, I must win your trust. You know, the reason he did that is first that he he's a buffoon. In that, when he made that statement, it was a, it was it was a buffoon statement. And second of all, I understand that they uh, they have now said that he can't come to all the like the big wigs. You know, when the presidents and all the you know the world leaders get together, Pat Robinson was part of that group. He got suspended. <laughs> so I mean, and this is what bothers me about this. I don't think we have enough time to really get into it, but this is what really bothers me about this is, um, you know, he made a statement that that was. What the, what is this? If Pat Robinson could correct, he yeah, um, he made a statement that that um, that obviously was stupid. But what really gets me is that he backed down. I mean, he does this. He'll say something and then he'll back down. He's like the he's like the uh, I don't know white Jesse Jackson or something like that. He'll just say something stupid and then if it doesn't it, like throw it against the wall if it doesn't stick, then he then he backs off from it. But I'm thinking if you had any huevos, if you had any uh, you know nads, you would you would stand up. And you'd be like, hey, I stand behind this statement. But did you do it? No. So, hence, Pat Robertson is either not the mouthpiece of God or God was mistaken and apologized to the uh, prime minister through uh, through Pat Robertson. Scott Connor, News Talk 550 KFYI, the Valley's talk station. When I come back, we're talking about strippers. Yeah. And the buffoons who go and pay strippers. And, and just, it's stupid. And Scottsdale, of course. Scott Connor, News Talk 550 KFY, the Valley's Talk Station.